Hi, this is Shannon from the Tuning Into Sci-Fi Small Council Matters podcast. When I'm not reading, watching, and talking about Game of Thrones, I check out Jesse on Set Lusting Bruce, and so should you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a mini episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. And joining me in this special occasion, because it's always a special occasion Aww. when I get to talk to my Bruce wife, Allie Scales. Hey, Allie. Hi, Jess. How are you? I am fine. I am just back from vacation. Awesome vacation. Awesome pictures. Yes, it was. And, um, uh, <laughs> Kept uh, the only sad part is um, I You're was home? In a, well I was in a car full of non Bruce fans so uh, did not get much Bruce on the um, radio oh I saw that comment you made about missing E Street Radio yes. now I understand it yes and now I understand what was funny is we were in Gatlinburg and there we saw two different bluegrass groups playing and both of them i asked hey can you do a springsteen cover oh bluegrass can absolutely do some springsteen right. and so uh we had bought both of their cd's uh little bitty homemade cd's they had made and Love they it. were all very good and so i went and downloaded from itunes best of picking on springsteen which is uh, versions of Springsteen. I know, I've heard it. And I, I played the two bluegrass CDs, and then without my my wife, my brother-in-law, and my wife's sister. So I put it on uh, through the Bluetooth, played it off my phone. So it was like twenty bluegrass songs in the You're back. Hilarious. And uh, I waited till the end. I will get Bruce in any way I can. Any way I can. Um, I did tell the guys that they should look into doing Atlantic City. I said, listen to the band's version. Absolutely. I said, and also, Glory Days and Dancing in the Dark would oh, both they could definitely be do them. bluegrass. So. But yeah, but um, while we were on vacation, uh, Orlando uh, happened. So I was in... Virginia taking care of my friend who had surgery and right. her little baby who's my love who I have the most adorable picture of him yesterday in his born in the USA shirt anyway and you know we I was I had a li I had to do all the lifting she couldn't and it was around 5 a.m. east coast time 5 30 a.m. east coast time and we were doing the whole self-soothing you know so we put I put him back and you know blah 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 and I just was sitting outside the door of his room, as you're supposed to do, and I'm looking at my phone, and all of a sudden, I see this. So needless to say, her and I, neither one of us went back to sleep because we put the news on and watched this horror, horror unfold, crying. And there's no words. I mean, I, I wish there was something more I could do for these families. I wish... I just wish there was something because what, what has occurred there that evening is one of the most horrendous things that I have seen in, in a long time. And I've seen a bunch. It's very, it's, it's, it's moved me beyond, beyond. I felt the same way. And I just, I've, um, I don't 
understand. Can't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand the hate. I don't understand the uh, violence. You know, the um, I was so embarrassed by the um, lieutenant governor here in Texas oh, posted oh, honey, the I'm so "You sorry. reap what you sow." Yeah, and um, and you know, and I've seen some uh, conservative, um, mm -hmm. the Christian right, though I say mm -hmm. they are no longer, they are not Christian, and they certainly are not right, talking the about same people that say that abortion is wrong. Yeah, and just talking about the horrible, you know, this hate they're spreading, and and yes, and I. So a fetus is more of a life. Yeah. Than an adult, you know, LGBT, you know, person. Well, and you know, and they. I don't understand about, that. Yeah, um, you know, the same people, and I think they did a wonderful job um, talking once, where um, it, I think it was, um, it might have been the Daily Show, or it may have been John Stewart's, where they said every life is precious. Um, mm -hmm. And then they added the violent, you know, the, you know, the gun things because every life is precious unless it's killed by an automatic weapon. Exactly. And and I'm I certainly am not here to judge no, no anyone. No, no. And I I love the there is so much um, those lines yeah. the love you want to talk love did you see those lines to donate blood? Yes, that was oh. wonderful. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I, I wanna, I wanna read um, because for every um, Christian leader that embarrasses me, to as someone who believes in, um, you know, I'm I grew up Baptist. I'm currently Catholic. I, I I have a strong faith. You get somebody like fellow podcaster Rob Carmack who does Springsteen sings the alphabet. Yes. And Rob posted – Rob Carmack, there are no words that can heal those who are hurting today or take away the fear they feel. So to my LGBTQ brothers and sisters, I'm just so sorry. I'm sorry for how the Orlando massacre has made you feel afraid and brokenhearted, and I'm sorry for every moment before when you have been made to feel that way every day before now. We must do better as humans. We must do better as people of faith. If we not, if we cannot begin the work of love, healing, and acceptance within our churches, where else can we do it? I always feel so far out of my depth in situations like this, but I do believe that love wins. Whatever that looks like, this is what we must do. Grace and peace, my friends. Please know that you are loved exactly as you are. You are enough. You should never have to live in fear. That's beautiful. And, Beautiful. Uh, yeah, and I just I, – I said so many people that I think of, of faith and love have expressed those words, and I'm not going to let the small minority upset me. Good segue into what we're talking about. Right. The small minority of people. Yes, so – I agree. On a, we can't. We can't. So I just wanted to – we wanted to – Acknowledge that in our little mini episode that we are offering we love and mercy to all not? that, and and we do, you know. I wish there was some more I can. I, yeah, I don't prayers, prayers, thoughts, and prayers aren't enough. 
yeah. as I posted, uh, because you know that's we. I don't know what the right answer is, but there right. seems to be there should be something. Now then, segue. We are changing the subject totally, and we realize that as what we're discussing in the grand scheme of things is very minor. But in our little but world, in our, our little, little bubble. world, we want to talk about it. Can we talk? Can we talk, Can we talk? fans? Can we talk? We there there is a lot of judgment. We've been talking about some of this since December. Yes, we have. There is a and and we're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep talking about it and sharing. There is a small percentage. There is so much in the world where there is judgment and judgmental and how people look down on people of different races, different colors, different, you know, sexual orientation, different body types. And, you know, the Bruce community should be better than that. The humanity should be better than that, but definitely Bruce community should be better than that. Look, look at who we look at who we follow. We are disciples of the Bruce and East yes. band, and look at what they stand for. Absolutely, hello, people, hello. And so Where I, is all I, the anger coming from. I quote Where's all the negativity. I quote the talented Wendy Parnell, who oh, wrote the wonderful fabulous. book Johnny Ninety Nine. She says. The amount of Bruce shows you go to is not a fair barometer of how big of a fan you are. Absolutely. And I will tell you, there is – I don't think there is a yardstick made in this universe that can measure your amount of fandom. I agree. I agree. We are all lovers of the man and his music and the band. Mm-hmm. And whether you've gone to one show, right? One you've gone to a thousand shows, exactly. Whether you sit the whole show or you stand the whole show, except for the people that walk out during, like you know, drive all night. Those people, <laughs> I, those people, I just don't appreciate. They just. That's not a to... bathroom song, people. They... It's not a bathroom song. Yes. Then, um, the people that are in the pit. Or the people that have the very furthest seat at the bleachers where you can barely see the screen. But did you know that from the stage, Bruce and the band can see that person in the last row? I have no doubt they can. I'm telling you something. Yes? Just keep it like that. Okay, we'll keep it at that. I am telling you that. That is not a room. That's not something I pulled out of my tuchus. Wow. You know, you have you have connections. You know. I meant. You might know. Um so the reason we're getting into this is um someone and I'm sure this person did not mean this in a bad way. You're sure of that. I well You're so kind. I, you I just am, want to believe that, honey. I want to believe that. Honey, I want to believe, want to believe it. that. And and I, I'm gonna tell you a story. So we were story. at we were at Memphis Friday night and there was a minor league baseball team, the Memphis 
uh, Redbirds versus the Iowa Cubs. And one of the Iowa Cubs uh, players, part of his ritual, without even thinking, is he took his right hand, he raised the, he had the ball in his glove in his left hand. He raised his, he stretched his right hand up to the air. He went to his crotch, adjusted himself, took the ball and pitched every time. It's like kind of like Rafa, Rafael Nadal picking his, you know, focus before yes. he receives a serve. He just does. It, he just does I, it. I don't even think he knows it. No. So if he watched, knows it, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. We watched it like five or six times. And so I had my iPhone, and I caught it perfect, and oh. I tweeted saying, this guy checks his package every time he pitches, and I sent it <laughs> as a joke. And then I started thinking, what if that hurt his feelings? Oh. And so I tweeted again saying, not that there's wrong, and he's an amazing pitcher. He probably so doesn't sweet. even know he's doing it. Right. Because Did you get I responses? No, I didn't get any responses oh, at all. But I was just because I was just thinking it was funny. So that's why I'm saying if you stand in the if you stand for ten hours to get into a pit, you may make the joke, Oh, I'm the real fan, unlike those guys sitting on their seats, without thinking you might hurt someone. Right. So that's why I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Okay, but that would have been exactly what happened. Uh, let me rephrase that. Yeah. If that's where it ended, right? yes, but it didn't end there, did it? Or if you hashtag JK, just kidding. But it or didn't end there either. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, because – It didn't I, end anywhere because yes. it went on for two days. And there it, actually is a new Twitter. Oh, good. I'm not a real boss fan. Yeah, I want a uh, – because I want to tell you – I've got two other stories that I want to hear you a little bit more. Um, I'm a man of size and um, – With two arms, by the way. Yes, two arms. <laughs> and so at one point, I'm, I, I was wearing a 5XL. I'm down to a 4XL, so I am going – Mazel top. So anyway, um, they were doing a T-shirts at work, and um, they had them up to 6XL. And so I made the joke to my friend. I'm like, wow, that 6L guy person, he's let himself go. I'm like, ah. 5XL. And it was obviously a joke. It's also like when you have the seat next to the there, the next to last row on the ceiling, and you go, wow, I'm glad we don't have the lousy seat exactly. these guys have. You know, where it is obviously you're being sarcastic. Right. So – if you know, you know, it's kind of like when a few years ago, um, the guy there were two showrunners having some fun, um, and I wish I could, I know one of them was the burn notice guy, and I don't remember the other one, but they were saying whoever can do the most insults to the other one, we're going to give money to a charity, whoever goes back and forth. Oh, I remember this. And I put um, whoever the burn notice guy, I cannot think of his name. I said his favorite Bruce Springsteen song is Dancing in the Dark. Absolutely. And and the other showrunner retweeted it, and that's a joke that, you know, it's like 
what's your favorite uh, Elvis Presley song? Oh, Hound Dog. You know, or, or you know, Tom Petty song, Free Falling. You right. Know, pick a hit because you're a a casual fan, not a bad mm-hmm. fan. Casual fan. So, um, so tell me, tell me what happened, Allie, and let's talk about it a little. So, somehow, I guess somebody retweeted it. That it ended up in my feed because this is not someone that I had any idea who it was. You know, I wasn't friends with him or following him on Twitter. He wasn't following me. And someone obviously um, who I do retweeted this tweet that said, you know, only, you know, the real fans are the fans that are in the, the queue. That queue for days. I think it went, the real fans are the ones that queue for days. Um... For shows and are up front and you know go with it those are the real fans and I took offense to it because I am not physically able to do it okay for those for those of you who don't know I've had some recent um, medical problems that prohibit me from doing it I cannot physically and I and because of that I can't emotionally you know I can't just wrap myself around doing that um and so I wrote I just wrote you know I quoted the tweet and wrote back to him saying exactly that I said so you're saying that since I'm physically not able to do this I'm not a real fan well it took on a life of its own it really did. Like I said, there's a Twitter handle now. I think there's T-shirts being made. Like, hashtag, I'm not a real boss fan. Um, where this guy, you know, came back at me and more or less was, you know, then blamed it on a money thing. And I said to him, you know, because we were having this dialogue, I said to him, did you even see what I wrote? This is not about money. This is not about people with money. This is not about you. This is about what you said, and I quoted, you know, and I said, I am not physically able to do this. So this guy then decided to not even answer that question again, and then said, like, to me, like, who the heck do you think you are? I've been seeing Bruce all these times since, you know, 1981, I think he said, you know, I bought Darkness on the Edge of Town before you were even, you know, knew who Bruce was, you know. I can't stand all the rich elite that just want to hear Born in the USA when I'm in the pit. And, you know, and when Dancing in the Dark comes on, they have to know all the words for that, and they don't. And he went on a rant. You know, it was a couple of tweets. He went on this rant where I said it gained a lot of exposure, a lot of exposure to a lot of people. And, you know, through it, I was reading other people's responses, and some were just plain, you know, like, you know, can it, you know, be high. But others really chimed in from a very, very logical and heartfelt place, not just about me, but about themselves or other people they know. And they were saying, you know, look, it's great that you're able to do this. You know, no one's saying, you know, you shouldn't or these people shouldn't. But, dude, get a grip. There's all these other circumstances. Like, if you're like saying queuing and, you know, there's three queues going on right now today, which is insane. You know, it's really kind of funny. I saw something earlier, you know, um, and with Berlin today, if you're saying someone that lives in Berlin who works, has a full-time job, who can't wait to see Bruce because he hasn't been overseas in so many years, is not a real fan because they can't afford, they can't afford to take off work 
to queue for days or the queue times are not, you know, because they might have to put their baby down or they might have to do this. That doesn't mean they didn't buy tickets the minute they went on sale. They're not excited. They didn't get a sitter for the night. They might have arranged for family to come take care of their kids or told their boss, well, you know, Monday I might be a little late because I'm going to see, you know, the legendary E Street Band. You can't diminish their fandom because of those other circumstances that prevent them from queuing for days. You know, it's not like here in the U.S. where we have a pit system and you show up, you know, four to five hours before a show. You get your lottery number. You come back two and a half hours before the show, depending on the venue, three hours before the show. And you watch a lottery be drawn and you enter, you know, immediately. You know, that's a day. And if it's a Friday, so you took the Friday off from work, you know, and then you have the weekend to recover. You know, in Europe, the queues start anywhere from 24 to 48, you know, to 24 to 36 to 48 hours out. And the roll call starts, you know, and you have to be there at every roll call. And if you're not, you lose your spot. You go to the back again. You start all over. And people cannot afford to do in so many ways. And for this guy who lives in Europe, who um, obviously is a big fan, as he made everybody know, and to put this out there and then to get back into it with other people, you know, dress a lot of people and, you know, poo poo diminished what they were saying to him. And then it turned ugly. Yeah. And then it turned know, ugly. Cause Allie, if, if I, and I just made the joke about, you know, a six X t-shirt and right. if someone emailed me and said, you know, I wear a six X and I was offended by that. I would immediately go, I am so sorry. Look, absolutely. I'm a fat guy. And so I would never mock anyone for their weight. You know, I would immediately be, I was just trying to be funny. Absolutely. Um, and the other point is there's so much, there's so many different things that affect this, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can't um, – You heard what I just said. I, yeah, I covered so much of it, especially you if you live in these towns. Yeah, and and just to to have people want to judge us, it just – it seems very un-Bruce-like. Absolutely. That's what I was saying before. If you're a disciple of, you know, the Church of Bruce and the East Street Band, yeah. you know, you, this is not what we – this is not how we are. You know, you know, people always say like, oh, Bruce, I say, no, it's a Bruce thing. You know, it's like that meme that's out there. It's a Bruce thing you wouldn't understand. But it's a very true thing. I mean, you know, it's like years ago with, you know, when Jerry Garcia was still alive and the dead was touring, you know, all the time. I think they lived on a perpetual tour. Right. And, you know, you think of a bunch of quote unquote deadheads, you know, Mm -hmm. the most loving, calmest, you know, people, you know, in the world, you know, it's the same thing with the Bruce crowd of of today they're some of the most beautiful loving kindest people i've ever met they're for good policy they're for you know change in a good way they're for understanding what you know it's like to come from nothing and have something or or come from nothing and still be fighting your way out you know they get it they get it we're blood brothers you know we're we're part of something bigger and for someone to be so condescending so negative and so rude rude to so many and from and these and this went on from people from like dallas to new york to california to australia to europe to 
South America, you know, this, you know, on Twitter, it's, you know, it brought together a whole group from all over and different, you know, from 20 year olds like Madison, our friend, yes. to older statesmen in the, you know, like, you know, Mitch, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, and people were all chiming in. And I mean, I, I, I was on Facebook in, in a group and I saw it mentioned, did, like, did you see what's going on on Twitter? You know, it like became, it took on a whole life of its own. And people, 99% of the people, 99.9% of the people were totally floored. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> you get what I did there? Yes, I did. <laughs> floored. By this guy's, you know, mm-hmm. and, and his subsequent, you know, defending of his, yeah, you know, his bad taste in, you know, bad choice in an original 140 characters. Right. Um, because every show is someone's first show. Yes. And some shows are someone's last show. And yes. Oh, so true. Yeah. And I. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. With the exception of Jersey Devil. No, I'm kidding. I always like to pick on. Yeah. I mean, there are songs that. You know, I personally don't like, right? But there's others. Mary Queen of Arkansas. Yeah. That it's, you know. I always say this to you. Yeah. I never need to hear Dancing in the Dark ever again. However, I'm the first one to cheer, sometimes tear up when I see somebody get that moment. Yeah. I love it. I watched a video the other day from the Munich show. Um that I didn't see, there was really no scopes, um, of the little girl with the sun, you know, on her head, like the cutout of a sun, Bruce holding her in his arms and her singing Waiting on a Sunny Day in broken English. My daughter, who does never need to hear that song again because I used to make her rehearse it in case she ever got the chance. (laughs) Uh. And, um, um, you know, when I saw that for this little girl and her parents, that moment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is beautiful. It it's, is. And that's what this is about. This is like, you know, when Bruce gets out there and he says, we're going to take you on a ride. We're going to take you on a journey. We're going to bring you from here to there and elsewhere. And that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he says to you, and this is what we're going to do. Is there anybody out there who's with me? You know, that's what this is about. It is. That's what it's all about. It is. And on that note... I don't want to talk about this guy anymore. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I'm now, just saying he doesn't uh, deserve any more of your or my time. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't get it. If a he little, would have got it, if yes. he would have said, like you said, with the five X to six X, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, he didn't get it at all. If um, we're a little over two months till uh, I'm heading to the swamps of Jersey. I can't wait. So I can't wait for so many reasons. As we as we're recording this, it is Father's Day, and Father's uh, Day, Jesse. Th- thank you. And um, we just got back from vacation, and you know, Linda said, "What do you want to do for Father's Day?" And I'm like, "Okay, we're all exhausted. You know, maybe Chris and Charlie." Charlie is Chris's pup, um, can come over just to say hi, but it's no big deal if we don't because I got my Father's Day uh, vacation, my present going to Jersey to see Springsteen. Aww, so, and you're going with your son. So. Yes, I am. So That makes it 
even better. Yes. It's so great. It's Allie, so great. If someone wants to uh, tweet you and tell you what a great fan <laughs> you are, how or do they reach you? tweet me and say that I'm not because I'm not in the pit. Well, we don't want them. You can reach me on Twitter at A4EVANYGIRL. And I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is not to be confused with the other Jesse Jackson. Sorry. I am. Uh, and at Set Lusting Bruce is our Twitter feed. Uh, we have uh, taken a little break from my vacation and to rest up after the daily little mini episodes we had for the podcast awards. By the way, will be announced on June 26th. Keep your cross for me. Fingers, toes, everything's crossed. Absolutely. But for now, we're going to, hey, have a little faith. There's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. And you are a beauty. Aw, thanks, you Jesse. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.